Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book. I'm a registered dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Brianna Tobertsofer, a registered dietitian who has worked in a variety of settings but realized early on she wanted to pursue a career that would make a difference. She started off in corporate wellness, worked for a nonprofit organization as their first dietitian, started her own business doing freelance writing, and is currently a faculty advisor and marketing manager for Be Well Solutions Dietetic Internship Program. Please enjoy my conversation with Brie. Coming on today, and I'm so excited to learn about your journey today, Brie. Yes, I am so excited to be here too, and thanks for inviting me to be on. Absolutely. We um, initially got connected through your internship program that you work with, which kind of was through Instagram. I think you were doing a promotion of just kind of podcasts or like dietitians out there that could be helpful for students. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that was it. We did a post on podcasts that were run by registered dietitians and yours was one that, that we included. So that was how we originally were able to connect. That's so fun. I love that kind of connection too, just because I think, not that I'm bragging about my podcast, but I just love having students get to hear other dietitian stories and kind of journeys. They understand like what's ahead, what's going to happen <laughs> and yeah. how to be mentally prepared for not the, always the perfect route and um, how we all kind of change what we do as dietitians. Yes, I, I agree. And I think your podcast is just amazing in that you have so many different guests on who are working in so many different areas. And I think that is such a fantastic thing for students and interns to learn about because sometimes we get stuck in thinking that you know there's only like three different areas you can go into as a registered dietitian but that is absolutely not the case so thank goodness (laughs) I know I know so why don't you take me back to when you were a student or when you kind of thought that dietetics was something you'd like to do as a adult yeah of course So I actually started out as a psychology major at the University of Wisconsin-Stout, and I quickly found out that psychology wasn't for me, and I was kind of just trying to figure out what I wanted to go into, and I learned that they have an amazing dietetics program, but I had really not ever, so when I was when I was younger, I actually had to see a dietitian for some health issues that I was having when I was like, I don't know, like 12 or 13. And so I had kind of always had becoming a dietitian in the back of my mind, but I didn't really like know how to do that. And I was just always interested in how food could impact the body. I liked like looking at nutrition facts labels (laughs) when I was a kid, but just like didn't really put the 
pieces make the connection that I could actually like do that for a living I don't know if it doesn't really make sense but <laughs> once no once, it does because I think I, when you look at like nutrition labels you're like oh it's just a nutrition label but you didn't you don't realize what's behind that and like yeah. there are people that work on those things and how <laughs> that connection happens so you're not crazy for thinking that way. <laughs> yeah exactly so once I learned that stout had an awesome dietetics program I was like you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna give this a try and I went to my first nutrition class in my um the second semester of my freshman year and never turned back I just like absolutely fell in love with it then and so finished my undergrad at UW Stout and then I did my dietetic internship program through Mount Mary University which is in Milwaukee Wisconsin and that was where I also finished my master's degree as well a few years ago. Oh, wow. So well, you, you did it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I, I actually ended up because the, the master's program, they ended up when I was in my internship, it was like an in-person master's program. But I, I wanted to move back. So I'm originally from the Twin Cities in Minnesota, and I wanted to move back after my internship. So I actually put a pause on my master's after finishing the internship. And then once they started offering it online, that was when I um, finished it while I was working um, full-time at my previous job. So. Gotcha. Thank gosh for online stuff. I think that has like changed the whole education front in general, but just even for dietetics, I think it's amazing. Yes, I I agree. I really loved being able to have that option and to be able to do it while um, making money and while working. Yeah. <laughs> was that hard? Was that hard to balance the, the coursework and working full time? Do you feel like it was pretty manageable? Um, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> no, it, it was manageable, but it was it, it, I won't sugarcoat it like it was hard. But I was able to, you know, like all my weekends and my evenings were mostly dedicated to like just finishing the master's and just the coursework and Mm -hmm. the thesis project and all of that. Um, But because because it was online and and the faculty at Mount Mary, and I think this is the case for a lot of other online master's programs, they know that you are also working full-time. So they are pretty flexible with like deadlines and things like that. And knowing that you have a lot going on and, um, and yeah, so it was pretty easy to work with or work with them or not, not easy, but easy to work with them around. Sure. Yeah. They had going on. Um, and also just thinking back to, I, that was when I was working at Open Arms of Minnesota and I was only working like 32 hours a week when I was completing my master's at that time too. So I had a little bit of extra time in my weeks. That's good to know. I I think about, and you know this as well, just like how the internship program has changed to the master's program. But I think there's some dietitians Mm -hmm. like us, like the outliers that, didn't have that part of our internship program that might be considering going back to get a master's. Mm -hmm. And so kind of contemplating like, am I going to be able to do it? Am I able to work full time? If I have a family, you know, like that whole juggling thing, that piece of maybe getting your master's. 
Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And I think it's, I mean, it's doable. It, it's doable. It's challenging, but once it's over with, I think it is, it, it. yeah, it's worth it to have, just to have that, that masters. And once again, now that they are going to start requiring it, I think, um, you know, just having more, there are more and more like online master's programs becoming available, which I think is, is great. Awesome. Yes. Yes. And was your master's in nutrition or did you get your master's in something else? My master's is in nutrition. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting piece too. And maybe you can talk about that since you do work with internship programs, but I, I think you're correct that you don't have to have necessarily a master's in nutrition. You can do it in anything. Is that correct? Yes, that is, is correct, which is really interesting. And, you know, thinking back, I, if I could could go back, I feel like I would have gotten my master's in like in something else, um, mm-hmm. just just because just to help make the experience a little bit more well rounded, and because I I mean we'll probably get into this a little bit more, but I have always been really interested in like communications and marketing and freelance writing, mm-hmm. and I think I really would have benefited from getting a master's in something more related to that field versus nutrition. nutrition. But once again, I'm still, I'm very thankful to have. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I know that it has, it has benefited me, but I, I think that, um, you know, if I would have known back then that I would have been able to get it in something else, then I probably would have done that. But sure, sure. Okay. And I think your interests change too. I think that maybe you don't know that right away when you become a dietitian. So you kind of figure it out maybe a little bit later that you might have some other interest, but mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So after your, so let's say, let's go back to like after your internship. So you, what was your first kind of job? What did you, what were you kind of looking for and what were your interests? Yeah. So right after my internship I really just wanted to I just wanted to get a job <laughs> so yes <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking all over the place but I ended up landing a position with a corporate wellness company here in the Twin Cities and the position there it was called um, my role was it was called health advisor so I was responsible for reviewing people's the biometric screenings that they would do through their employers I would review their results with them over the phone and kind of provide coaching and counseling around what they could do to improve their results so it wasn't you know like a traditional registered dietitian position but it was absolutely a really good starting place for me to start practicing those counseling skills right off the bat, like right after finishing the internship. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did quickly find out that it wasn't, it wasn't for me just because it was just, it was like all over the phone and I wanted to have something that was a little bit more um, like in person, if that makes sense. So while I was working there, I, was studying for the RD exam and ended up passing the RD exam while I worked there and then transitioned into a position that was specifically looking for a registered dietitian. Um, But it was just another more non-traditional 
role working for a pharmaceutical company. So while I was it, so that was my second job as a, as a dietitian, I was there for about a year and a half. And my role there was uh, a clinical support specialist. So I was actually, it was like a behind the scenes sort of clinical role actually, where I was responsible for determining or for helping people get qualified to have their tube feeding supplies covered by their Medicare benefits. Oh, that sounds intense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it was. It really was. It was, I I really enjoyed it just because I think when, when you're a dietitian or a dietetic intern and you're putting together like the two feeding prescription for patients, you kind of, you don't really know what happens after that. Mm-hmm. And so that really just give, gave me an idea of like what was going on behind the scenes, like after a patient is prescribed a tube feeding. And it gave me a lot of, so I did have to do a lot of like tube feeding cal- calculations and just lots of interacting with other healthcare professionals during that role, which was really interesting. Um, but yeah, but then that ultimately, so as I was starting off, I just really started to, I just wanted something that was like more fulfilling and where I felt like I was having more of an impact on the community, just because once again, these were more like indirect, (laughs) indirect Mm -hmm. missions. And so that was ultimately what led me to working for Open Arms of Minnesota. And I was with Open Arms for about five years and they are a nonprofit that cooks and delivers medically tailored meals for people who are living with life-threatening illnesses. Oh, wow. Um, So that was a really, really awesome organization to be a part of. Um, When I started there, I was the only dietitian. And when I left, we had a team of five dietitians and dietetic technicians. So it was just such an amazing opportunity to be a part of, like that growth that they experienced during that time. And, you know, I'll always think of that position of be, uh, as being su- such a pivotal part of my career. And I'm really grateful that um, I had the chance to work for them. Um, so, sorry, I'm kind of going off on that. No, right that's now. okay. It, it um, sounds like it was a job that kind of you were looking for that impact, like having that yes. ability to impact some people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, so... I worked, like I said, I worked with them for about five years. And then I just fairly recently transitioned into working for Be Well Solutions back in June. So um, do, you want, do you want me to talk about what led me to Be Well Yes, Solutions? I would love, yes, because I mean, that's something that... I, you know, with all the different changes in internships, you know, as a preceptor too, I've gotten a lot of, you know, just people coming from distance internships and they're setting up their own, you know, experiences. So I'm always interested in learning in how a dietitian gets to work with that kind of uh, job opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, 
during all, so starting in like 2017, I began dabbling in like freelance writing and um, like freelance social media work. And I had been doing that like all on the side of all these other positions that I was in. And in 2020, I kind of just had a moment while I was still um, still at open arms where I was kind of like, okay, I'm working full time. I'm doing all of this freelancing, freelance communications, freelance marketing work on the side. Like, do I want to continue just doing this on the side or do I actually want to explore communications and marketing in and do that like for my full-time job? Mm-hmm. And I actually got connected with Be Well through another registered dietitian who registered dietitian colleague here in Minnesota and they were looking for somebody to manage their social media accounts um, just on like a freelance basis. And I really wanted to just, just because I had always kind of been interested in working for a dietetic internship program. And so I was like, Oh, that would be really cool to, you know, see what I do. Yeah. Yeah, And so I started doing that in January of 2021. And once, I learned that they were interested in kind of expanding their, that position into more of like a full-time marketing position. I kind of, I just jumped on it. So I was like, Hey, this, this is my chance. This is my chance yeah. for this, this area in a larger capacity. So it's not only is it a faculty advisor position? It's also a marketing manager position where I am just working on growing awareness of their entire program, like not only through their social media, but also through just bettering or not bettering, but um, just increasing the amount of like relationships that they have with other like other DPD programs and I work on like nourishing our, our alumni network just because being a distance program, they depend a lot on like word of mouth. And so their Mm -hmm. alumni are like some of the most important connections that they have in order to increase that word of mouth to get their word out there about their dietetic internship program. So that's one of the other main parts of, of my position. Um, And just creating, we have all kinds of different like written materials, like handouts and things like that. So I work on like putting those together and, um, you know, just like brainstorming ideas for how we can bring more awareness to the internship program. That's amazing. Was it, is it a newer program? Has that been out a while or is this kind of, I mean, hiring you, you know, part-time and then changing it to a full-time position. That's like dream job status for you, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So they, I believe they have been in internship since 2017. Okay. So So a little bit newer. I mean, not like super new, but definitely not one that I have heard of before. And that's Mm -hmm. pretty awesome. And then as far as like being a faculty member, do you also, what is that part of, what side of that do you provide to the internship? 
Yes. So that side, that is actually what makes our program really unique from other distance programs. We always, we really emphasize the faculty advisor part of it because each faculty advisor is assigned five interns per cohort and they are responsible for mentoring their interns and providing them with support in in their rotation schedules and communicating with their preceptors and just helping them, helping them problem solve, grading assignments, providing them with constructive feedback on assignments. And then we also meet with the groups of interns about once a month where we like dive into a journal article and we just like chat with a group of interns just to bring that like community aspect into the internship program and just help them just like being a, being a distance program. It is just really important to instill that community just so that the interns know that they are not alone. And I think with some distance programs, they can be really isolating and interns can feel like, they are they are at it alone and they don't have anybody there who is providing them with really constructive feedback or helping them problem solve and communicating with their preceptors and so on. Um, so yeah, so that is what the faculty advisor role entails. And we have, I believe it's five faculty advisors total right now with the program. So um so yeah, so that's what that looks like. That's like a really nice balance of kind of doing the communications and marketing, but then still having that that impact that you kind of go back to of what you're kind of looking for when it came to your career. Yeah, it, it is. And it, it's fun too, because, because of having this hybrid position, I'm able to get the interns involved in the social media too. So um, like we will every so often have interns do like little Instagram story takeovers where they take us through like a day in the life of what it's like to be a dietetic intern for through Be Well Solutions. Or they'll share like a fun assignment that they got to work on during a rotation that we'll share about on social media. Or they'll just like run any ideas that they have by me about what like something that they want to share. And so we're able to involve them and I'm able to combine the positions in that way. And because I communicate so closely with the interns who I'm a faculty advisor for, I'm also able to just like gather ideas for like our social media and our communications that way too, just like knowing exactly what they're working on from day to day. So I find that um, just really fun about the position that I'm in. That sounds so fun. And you, like you mentioned earlier, you kind of always had on your radar that you wanted to work in an internship program. Yeah. So not necessarily for an internship program per se, just because I didn't really know of this like faculty advisor opportunity like up until like the past year year and a half or so I didn't really know that something like this existed (sighs) but I 
had a lot of experience precepting dietetic interns through my job at Open Arms of Minnesota. And so I had kind of always had like academia, I guess, at the back of my mind is something mm-hmm. that I would be interested in going into in the future. I just didn't really know how until until I was connected with Be Well. So that's so that and I I'm kind of assuming you are doing this all remotely. It's a remote yes. position for you. Yes, that is correct. They Be Well Solutions is based out of Ohio. And I don't think I mentioned this, but but Be Well Solutions is actually they're a corporate wellness company and then the dietetic oh. is just a sector of that. Interesting. So, yes, yes, it is. So that's why it's Be Well, the dietetic internship has a corporate wellness concentration because they're based out of a corporate wellness company. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And you worked in corporate wellness. So it's even like another tie for you too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's funny how they all just end up tying together. So do you actually still, I know that um, you had mentioned that you still have, do you still have your current like side hustle job going to, do you still have your own business besides doing your current role? Yeah, a little bit. So I am, my business is mainly focused on freelancing, like I said before, and freelance writing and social media mostly. So up until, so my, my position with Be Well actually just became full-time like this week. Um, oh, really? Well, congratulations. It's kind of confusing to explain, but it had been part-time up until this week, essentially. And so I, instead of doing all my freelance stuff on the side, I had just actually just been doing all my freelance writing stuff part-time up until now. Sure. So now, okay. now that I'm full-time with Be Well, full-time doing marketing with Be Well, I am back to just doing that on the side again. So um, just like taking a step back from some of the freelance positions that I had been working with. So um, for the last several months, I've been dabbling in because previously I had been doing a lot of freelance work for different like health websites like Healthline and um, Today's Dietitian Magazine is another client who I have worked with a lot But um, for the last several months, I've been doing more like working with registered dietitian food blogs, actually, and helping them with writing blog posts. And one of the main ones that I've been working with lately is um, Fork in the Road, which is run by another dietitian. Her name is Christina, Christina Todini. And... um, yeah, so I, I help her with writing, like, her, she's mainly a, a recipe and, like, a sustainability blogger, so I help her with, like, writing all of her blog posts and um, any other, like, writing, um, writing tasks that she needs help with, which has been really interesting. That's fun. Um, yeah. That's really fun. <laughs> yes, it, it is. And then I do some freelance um, I manage the social media accounts for another nonprofit located here in the Twin Cities. So I just do that freelance too. Um, but yeah, I, I have, you must not have a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm kind of taking a step back from it now that I am in this full-time marketing position, just because like the whole point of me doing all of that on the side previously was to try to transition into something that was focused on full-time. Sure. And so that I'm not doing because... I think um, this is very common for registered dietitians, but um, saying yes to everything is something <laughs> that I have like definitely had a problem with in in the past. Or not? It's not a problem. I think it's actually it can be a really good thing. Um, but I have just been trying to make it so that I'm not working eighty hours. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Especially when you're transitioning to a full time position. But it's always good to know that there are those opportunities, like if you are into writing and if you are into blogging, that there there's dietitians looking for help, that there's, you know, you know, companies that are big companies like Healthline and today today's dietitian that do need those kind of people working with them. Yeah, I think it is becoming a more and more common thing for bigger health websites to look for registered dietitians to write nutrition content for them because I mean people are googling nutrition information all the time we might as well have dietitians who are on those big websites who are making sure that the information that they're providing is credible and absolutely I um I have noticed because I'm in this uh this Facebook group you might be familiar with it but it's called RDs who write Mm mm-hmm And I have just noticed more and more registered dietitians who have their own businesses who will post in there saying like, hey, I'm looking for somebody to help me with writing blog posts for my website or to help me with my SEO and so on. So I think that's just really interesting, too, if people aren't, if they don't want to necessarily write for like a big health website, but they kind of want to be behind the scenes and working for other RDs like that is. Uh, a really cool option. That's a good point too. Like for those that are listening, if they aren't part of that Facebook group, that is a great place if they're interested in writing to go kind of just start following along and reading posts and seeing what's out there. Cause it's amazing how much is, is posted in that Facebook group. Yes. I, yeah, I agree. And I think it's just, people are just wanting more information about like how to go, how to go into that. And I just think the resources that are provided in that group are so, um, so, so valuable. So highly recommend um, joining that for listeners. Is that where you kind of got information about like Healthline and today's dietitian or how did you kind of get connected with those groups? Yeah. So thinking back I don't think I joined RDs who write until just like a couple years ago. And I had been freelance writing before I ended up joining that group. Um, Mm -hmm. I got connected with Healthline just because like writing was, so I took during my master's program, I took a couple of classes on professional writing. So I kind of had that like backbone experience within the writing field. And I had just, like just started putting myself out there to these um to these companies that hire writers gotcha like sending samples and sending article samples Mm -hmm. yeah and I think so the the position with Healthline was one that they had actually posted about uh, and that was back when they were um 
they were originally called authority nutrition and they would like post on their Facebook page, like, Hey, we're looking for freelance writers, um, apply here. And so that was one that I had actually like applied for and provided a sample for. And then for today's dietitian, I attended their conference in person a few years ago. And I actually like ended up running into the editor for their magazine, (laughs) just like introduced myself and gave her a business card and um like showed her a couple of writing samples and just said hey if you ever need need somebody to write an article for the magazine or for the website or whatever let me know and so that was how I got connected with with that one was just simply like introducing myself and putting myself out I love it I do love that that's always a good um mental note for people like don't be scared to like introduce yourself and be like, Hey, this is what I do. <laughs> this is my yeah. card. Why not? <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. I think that's, that's one of the biggest things with, um, with our field is like networking is just so important and you just never know like what type of opportunity that you could get connected with just by simply introducing yourself to somebody so well that's kind of sounds like how you got the be well opportunity Mm -hmm. as well it's kind of just knowing someone that knew what you did and then said hey why don't you look into this Mm -hmm. yes exactly (laughs) so in the future what does the future kind of look like for you Bree? what are you kind of looking to do or kind of work on or what's some things that you're interested in yeah, so that's a good question. I mean, I <laughs> you're like I just got my full time job. I just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think something that all of us learned in 2020 because I used to be I used to be the kind of person who always had a plan for like this is what I want to be doing next year. This is what I what I want to be doing in five years. But in 2020, <laughs> when everything <laughs> kind of blew up for all of us, I've just realized the importance of just like being present um mm-hmm. and having like a set in stone plan like you might have a set in stone plan for what you want to do and that is great but something could happen and that could easily change your interests could change um my interests have changed so much over the years too and so just like having that five-year or even one-year plan like does it always work so I think right now I really just want to focus on learning as much as I possibly can in my current position and grow as much as I possibly can in that and just kind of see where where it leads me um once again being in this hybrid role of being a faculty faculty advisor and a marketing manager like that's like that's academia and marketing like kind of two different um two different areas so two different areas that could lead me down like two You're right paths. so <laughs> yeah so I don't I don't it's I don't kind know. of exciting right it's kind it of exciting to kind of see where it's going to go and how you're you're marrying two kind of things that you're passionate about in a very like non-traditional way, which I think is very exciting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to see where it leads me. I, um, you know, have no plans 
for like what I'm going to be doing in five years. So we'll <laughs> That's okay. Um, we'll see. Yeah. And I, you know, hope to keep doing a little bit of, of freelancing through my business just to kind of stay, um, stay active in that. I, I do really like just love, love writing. And I love the creativity that comes with that. And, you know, I do get to do that through Be Well, but I also love doing it with other other companies as well so um so yeah so I hope to continue doing that and and we'll see we'll see what happens I like it I like your your point your point of view of how you're just going to kind of roll with it because I think (laughs) we have been taught that over the last couple years like you just got to roll with it at this point yes (laughs) totally (laughs) well I look forward to I know that I will connect all your um, links to your website and your social media in the show notes so people want to connect with you about anything that you've chatted about today I hope they do because it sounds like you would be a very helpful resource just on writing and then also marketing and communications and things like that, which I think is something a lot of dietitians are really starting to get into, which is so great to see. Mm -hmm, I agree. All right. Are you ready for the hard questions? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why don't you share with me some foods that you enjoy? (laughs) So I always, I always struggle so much with this question because I, I truly love all food. Like I am not picky at all. Um, but like one of my one of my like, greatest joys is just like trying new foods, trying new recipes. But I would say like my top favorite food and something that I eat like fairly often is like pasta, mm-hmm. <laughs> any type of pasta with different sauces. Um, and just being a Midwest girl, I also love cheese. <laughs> yes, you have to. You went to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. Or like, um, I also really love soup of any kind, especially during the um, the cold. It's that time. I know. I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, it is definitely soup season. I'm ready to try mm-hmm. some different soups again this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about uh, beverages that you enjoy? So I, I'm going to say coffee. Um, I, I absolutely love coffee. I don't, I don't really drink it for like energy purposes per se, but I just, I drink it for like the comfort that comes Mm -hmm. with it and the ritual. And um, Mm -hmm. I, I love black coffee too, which is I think probably kind of weird. Um, I know most people like all the crazy foo-foo coffees. So I like <laughs> black coffee too, though. I think it's delicious. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. That would be. That's fun. a good answer. That's, do you, um, does caffeine bother you at all? Or can you drink it all day? Or are you just kind of a morning girl? Yeah. Morning girl for the most part. Um, just because if I drink it too late in the day, like I won't. I won't sleep. sleep. <laughs> gotcha. I not get like after after <laughs> noon is usually my rule, but I really try not to after like ten in the morning. But gotcha. <laughs> Just in case, yeah. Yep. <laughs> what about scents or smells you enjoy? So I would say, like. I don't know, freshly baked cookies is one that Mm. comes to mind or just those like warm fall winter scents, like, um, you know, like pumpkin, (laughs) pumpkin spice. I'm going to say pumpkin spice, um, like cinnamon, 
wintergreen, things like that. Yes. I love the smell of cinnamon. Like there's just something about cinnamon is, I always drink a cinnamon tea every day, even in the summer, but I just, it reminds me of fall, which is the best in the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what is something that not a lot of people know about you? Yes, I was... I was struggling to think of something for this one too. Um, I know it's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I will just like kind of going back to the first question about foods or foods you enjoy. So um, I said that I'm not a picky eater at all, but I actually used to be like an extremely picky eater when I was a kid, mm. um, like to the point where I like barely ate anything except for like macaroni and cheese <laughs> really you yes. see like that's surprising so you really grew out of your pickiness I did I I did I grew out of it um I think like when I was in was it when I was in college I think when I like became a nutrition major it was really when I started to branch that's out so of it funny huh yeah, people would never never ever guess now that I used to be picky just because again <laughs> like I there's like nothing <laughs> like no that you will eat. that's great though I mean like that's yeah. a good testament for any parent that's struggling with their kids like they can they can out- outgrow it don't worry yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and what brings you joy in life um my dogs <laughs> what are your dogs names um, they their names are Winston and Linus Oh, and, I love that. Yeah, Winston is a is a corgi and Linus is a corgi corgi border collie mix. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Too cute. The most joy. And then of course just spending time with my family and my husband and my friends. Um and then I'll also say like one of my biggest joys too, I mentioned this before, but is just is food. Like I just love the way that food brings people together and um, just, I think just brings so much joy to my life in so many, so many different ways. And I think um, lots of dietitians can probably attest to that exact same thing. So I would agree. I think that's kind of why we got into this field, right? <laughs> Mostly because of that food connection we have. <laughs> yep. Aww. Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey so far. I'm excited for the future, what it holds for you. And I think it's so great that you've kind of created this awesome position that meets all your passions. So I will continue to, I will continue to follow along and see how things are going sounds great thank you so much for having me i think it's so awesome that brie has kind of worked her way into the perfect fit of a job for herself i think it's exciting that she has kind of married that whole faculty advisor but also is working in marketing and communications which she has a sincere passion for and I think it's great that she also still does do some freelance work to keep up on her writing skills and that she's kind of just paved the way that way as well when it comes to creating those opportunities for herself and I love the story about how she just introduced herself to the editor of today's dietitian I think that just speaks a lot to our profession and how we should just always make connections regardless of how intimidating it can be if you'd like to connect with Bree, I recommend you do so 
Uh, you can find her connections in the show notes, but she is on BrieTobyNutritionCo.com is her website, and she's also on LinkedIn and Instagram. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.